0: I got an email from Dan Kennedy the other day, not not personally, anybody that knows him knows he would send a fax, right? Um, but now that ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson own Dan Kennedy's publishing business, there's a lot more emails from Dan again. And this email talked about a few things. It, it started off talking about piling on proof and selling with proof. And that's something that I'm definitely all aboard for. In fact, I have, training on proof, credibility, and believability. But no matter how much proof you use in your selling messages, how much you make that logical case for why someone should buy. Dan's point was logic and proof will always be secondary to emotion. Logic and proof will always be secondary to emotion. And he went on and shared five emotions that he tries to use in every piece of copy he writes in that email. And so I I wanna reflect on emotional copywriting, emotional selling, and share those five emotions from Dan and talk about that in today's episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you want more content like this delivered to you. Let's dive in. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, since we're talking about emotional copywriting and selling today, today's episode, as usual, is sponsored by me, and I'm going to link you through to my emotional direct response copywriting training It's all about using emotion in your sales messages. Check the link in the description. It's there, it's part of BTMS Insider's training, uh, the training library which is like Netflix for copywriting and marketing training. And so you pay one low fee, you get instant streaming access to emotional direct response copywriting as well as the rest of the training catalog. So there's an old truth about emotional decision making and we we can start today's episode there with the old truth about emotional decision-making. Now, I've heard it attributed to Ben Franklin, I'm sure he wasn't the first and he definitely wasn't the last to talk about this, that we make our decisions with emotion and we justify them to ourselves and to others with logic. So we make a decision emotionally and then we justify it to ourselves and others with logic. Now, you may think that this is just an attempt You know, this truism is brought to the surface to attempt to persuade you in the power of emotional selling. And in fact, emotional selling does work as measured by response rates. Just yesterday on my hot seat copy review call for BTMS Insiders members, uh, I, I was talking to someone about bringing like he had a really good logical case for the offer that they were making. I talked about bringing an emotional story up to the top, and this is not the first copy review that um, that he's participated in. And he said that the last time that they did that, they got a twenty five percent lift in conversions for a very high ticket service. Um, and so, so yes, emotional emotional stuff works, emotional stuff has been sent to work for a long time, emotional selling messages have been proven to work by data. And that was just one of many examples that I could cite. I did find a really interesting piece of research um, and, and just find this with logic, right? Just find the use of emotion with logic. Uh, I, I found this interesting piece of research on brain injuries uh, and people who had a specific brain injury that impacted the processing of, of one particular area of their brain. I think I think it might've been related to, um, to brain cancer and they, they had this area of their brain severed. These people were, once the emotional center of their brain was cut off, they were unable to make decisions. Like they could tell you all day long the logic that would support one or part- one or another particular choice in a situation, they could they could they could do all the logic that someone might go through in order to make a decision about anything, where to eat, all the way up to to you know major life choices. They could they could do all that logic, but without emotion, without emotion, without access to that emotional processing center of their brain, they were not able to make a decision. And so if somebody tells you, oh, I'm all logical, unless you see that person going through life completely paralyzed when it comes down to making any decisions about anything, they're wrong. (laughs) They're wrong. Because we make our decisions in the emotional center of our brain, and we might factor in some logic, and we might use logic afterwards to justify the decision but we are going to use emotions to make decisions and your prospects will use emotions to make their buying decision. And the question is, are you going to, knowing that, are you going to tap into that or not? Are you going to insist that, no, my prospects don't use emotion? I'm sorry, if your prospects are making a buying decision, they're going to use emotion. So you have to choose, are you going to tap into it or not? And if you tap into it, you will increase response rates. Which brings me to how to do that. How to do that? Well, there's this emotional arc behind every buying decision. It's an emotional arc. I like to think of this like a story arc, right? Um, there, in any great story arc, there is, there's movement from one place to another. And the emotional arc in buying decisions is from negative to positive, to, from hell to heaven, from lack to abundance. However you wanna package it, there's always like less of what they want or more of what they don't want and that's the negative place. And they're moving to more of what they want or less of what they don't want. It's this movement from, from again, negative to positive, hell to heaven, lack to abundance. It's their story arc. It's their story arc that they are attempting to go through by buying your product, your service, your offer. It's their hero's journey. It's the path that they see themselves as on, and you are the helper on the journey. You are their guide on the journey. So for example, if you were to use my PISA formula in writing copy, uh, it's problem, agitate, invalidate, solve, ask. You start with that negative place, this this problem. They're, They're experiencing this problem and they want a solution to the problem. And the problem could be some negative situation or it could be a lack of a positive situation, right? So they're experiencing this problem And then you tap into the emotional agitation that comes from that problem being unsolved. You tap into that emotional agitation. And then you speak to them about how other attempts at solving it have been invalid. And hopefully you're gonna tap into some of the things that they've tried to solve it. So at this point, they recognize there's a problem. They're emotionally agitated to find a solution to that problem. They're recognizing that other solutions have not been valid. And then you help them define what the effective solution is going to be you help them say okay this is uh, this solution is going to work this is what's going to finally work to solve this problem and then you ask them to take action you ask them to take action to get the solution that you are providing and so if you if if you do that if you follow that emotional arc well heck like that's that is the buying decision making process it lines up with Eugene Schwartz market awareness spectrum it lines, like all of that, it all works together because it's based on human psychology and how our emotional decision-making process works. And there's certainly going to be some logic in that. But it starts with this issue of like, there's there's something in my life that is not the way that I want it and I have emotional agitation that is that is driving me to make a decision to solve that problem, okay? And if you can take them on that story arc, and your your product, your service, your offer is the gold at the end of that rainbow, then that is how you get them to buy. Which brings me to Dan Kennedy's five emotions and how to use them in selling. Now I'm gonna share his specific list, but my reflections are my reflections. They're my insights, my perspectives on this list of emotions. And they reflect how you might use them in the context of this emotional arc that I've been talking about. So, the five emotions that Dan tries to include in every particular selling message that he puts out are love, pride, fear, guilt, and greed, love, pride, fear, guilt, and greed and he actually, in his email, he gave an example of how he might include all of those and even just a short piece of copy, you know, starting with this place of like what they love. Like, why they might make a decision based on what they love, um, a decision based on pride, a decision based on fear, a decision based on guilt, and a decision based on greed, and how you might incorporate all of that into a single message. So, you know, for example, the love, they may be they may be coming from a place of, for example, loving a loving a child, and the the way that they Um, the way that that factors into that emotional arc is, um, expressing their love. Like they, they maybe don't feel like they do a good enough job of expressing their love. Right. Um, and so there's this movement there, or it's a desire for love, a desire for intimate love for, uh, romantic love. Right. And so there could be any, anywhere you're looking for where they might be on the spectrum of that and how that might be related to the message that you are putting forward. What what are they? What negative situation related to love are they moving away from? What positive situation are they, are they looking to fulfill? Uh, what what are they moving towards? Pride, pride. How are they proud of themselves? How do they wish they could be more proud of themselves? So uh, and, and 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 so if they're moving away from a lack of pride. This is an opportunity to finally be proud of their accomplishments, to finally be proud of their achievements, and finally implies that there's some, some like, you know, disappointment in themselves, I suppose, attached to pride. Or, um, you know, we will give you the system to build the business that, uh, that, that, that you can be proud of because of how much money it's churning out even while you don't work. And you don't have to tell anybody that we've been your secret weapon. You can take all the credit. That's a pride. That's a pride move there, right? As you're, as you're going on yet another vacation of, of your choosing, you can take all the credit. That's a, that's a pride move there. Fear. Um, there, is, there is a presence of fear that they want to move away from. There is a lack of fear that they want to move towards. And this could be anything from social situations to you know fear of financial situations or, or even just the fear of missing out. The fear of missing out on a particular offer or a particular opportunity, right? And so how can you incorporate moving away from fear that they have and moving towards a lack of fear? Moving away from guilt that they have, moving towards a lack of guilt, right? How do you how do you incorporate that into your selling? I hope that you're getting it at this point. or greed, greed. um the 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 greed, we're moving away from a lack of resources, uh, money. Uh, whatever whatever they might be greedy for, towards fulfillment of greed. And greed doesn't just have to be money. It could be the the possession of anything. Um, you know, I want this. I want this so that this person doesn't have it. I want this so that this person will see me with it, right? And it's not like greed. It's, it is most commonly associated with money, but it, it's not just that but it does certainly drive people to make a lot of decisions related to purchasing things. And so these these five emotions are certainly five of the most powerful emotions that lead people to do anything, including make buying decisions. And in all cases, you're, you're looking to move from a negative situation related to that to a positive situation, from hell to heaven, from lack to abundance, right? It's that same emotional arc that I talked about. And how can you incorporate these into your selling Messages. And if you want to go deeper into all of this, my emotional direct response copywriting at BTMS Insiders in the training library there that you get by signing up for the streaming subscription, that is, that's, that's, it's available at the link in the description. So just go check it out and don't forget to like and subscribe so you get more content like this. I'm Roy Furr. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. And every day and every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius and having a better grasp on how you can use, how you can use emotion in your selling messages, well, (laughs) just try it and the results will prove that you are a genius. I'll catch you again in the next episode.